Well, good morning, little brother. It's Early Break with Zip and Jay. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Weekday mornings from 6 to 8 on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We love winners on early break, except we love bringing them in studio, talking about successes, and one guy that we love having in studio. It's a great guest, big, a loyal listener of our show, and he consistently wins. That's Paul Klempa, the head coach of Nebraska Women's Bowling, whose team is in the Final Four this Friday in Vegas. Paul, good morning and congrats. Thanks for being here today. Thank you, gentlemen. It's nice to be here again. Good you have a you. big week of preparation. Yeah, two days. We leave Wednesday. Okay, you oh. <laughs> a short week. We got back last night and we leave Wednesday. What so. is preparation like for the Final Four? Um, we'll get to how you got there in a second. But this week, how's it set up for your bowlers? It's with only two days. I mean, you're not going to make any kind of major changes. I no. mean, we had some issues with some spares last week in spite of winning. So you did? We'll, yeah, we'll shoot a few of those. Um, you know, it's pretty light walkthroughs pretty much. You know, we got a few balls to drill. We're going to drill some new equipment. We are familiar with where we're going in Vegas. We were just are there. You? Yeah, we were there in January. We had a tournament there in January. So we are familiar with the place, and we kind of know what we need for equipment. We don't know what the playing conditions are until we get there. That's when they tell us what kind of lane pattern they put out in the lanes. But we are familiar with the center. So The venue is what in Vegas? South Point. South Point Casino. And where is this at? It's, it's on Las Vegas Boulevard, but it's not up there in the strip where everything else is. It's south. So it's a few miles south of all the action. So this, you got there because you won the regional. Yep. In Pittsburgh. You guys were in Pittsburgh. You took down uh, Mercyhurst the first game. Yep. First, the first bout. Then you had Duquesne. Duquesne, And then yep. Stephen F. Austin. Stephen now, F. Austin. Talk us through those. those, those <laughs> was any, any, any of them were close, to, close calls at all or not? Mercyhurst is a team that's coached by a former Husker named Mike Machuga. Mike Machuca, yeah. yeah. Uh, redhead, yeah. like you. Yeah. Mike, um, Mike Shady is his brother-in-law, if you remember Mike Shady. I do. From the days with oh, men's bowling program. Wait a second. Maybe I'm thinking Mike Shady. Yeah. I think Shady, I'm thinking yeah. of Mike Shady. He's yeah. a little redhead. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Yeah. So Mike's, Mike's doing a great job with Mercy Hurst. I'll be darned. We played them, and we play these things called mega matches. Mega and if matches. They, if they go the distance, they're four and a half hours long. And you, it's basically you have to win two out of three formats. So first format's an hour, second format's an hour, third format's an hour and a half, at least. And <clears throat> thankfully, we won the first two formats against Mercyhurst and got out of there. Mercyhurst. Yeah. Of They're in Erie, Pennsylvania. And so then we went on to Duquesne, who's a sneaky program. They're pretty good. And they were the host, and they're familiar with the center. This is where they practiced mm. in Pittsburgh. Played them, and thankfully, same thing. We beat them pretty handily the first round, the first format. And the second one, we were it was nip and tuck with one game to go. We were only up 11 pins, so it's not either, it could go either way. Thankfully, the girls are clutch, and we got out of there too. So then we were the winner in the winner's bracket, and we were in the final. We had to be beat twice. Stephen F. Austin was our opponent on whatever, Friday, Saturday night. And they, they were the national runner-up last year. They were on the show, and they lost to McKendry for the title. So we knew this wouldn't be an easy easy match, and we lost the first format. So we're down one, and we needed to win the next two. If we lost again, then it would have gone to another mega match because they had to beat us twice. Mm -hmm. So thankfully, we smoked them the second format, 
And then the third format is the best of seven. And we got up 3-0. Hmm. Then they came back and won two. And then, thankfully, we won game six and got the – Closed them out. Got out of there. Yeah, we closed them out. But it was – the lanes were getting harder and harder. You know, you're bowling for four and a half hours on the same pair of lanes, and and whatever oil they've applied is just being chewed up, and it was just getting tougher and tougher. Left lane became almost unplayable. So we were glad to get out of there, and the girls were super stoked. And, yeah. Final four, Nebraska women's bowling heads to Vegas and starts play on Friday. Friday. Yeah, we travel Wednesday, practice session Thursday, banquet Thursday night. It's uh, 9 a.m. Vegas time is the first round. Oh, boy, early. Yeah, yeah. early ne- morning. Nebraska Vegas. women's bowling team shooting for its seventh national title. Yeah, seventh NCAA title, right. How about that? So <clears throat> I could take you back, though, to November. Yes, and, please okay, do. So, please do. Yeah, I remember this conversation that you weren't – you were struggling a little bit. Yeah, you know, we bowl – we go out nine tournaments that are three days long each one. So, at the end of November, we had gone through four tournaments. And so, almost halfway through our season. And we were on pace to not make the postseason. Hmm. And, Which, no, and no women's team in our program has ever missed the postseason. Okay, how many years are we talking about here? You can go back to 1990 at the at – the, at, at least. Ooh, that's – We don't miss the postseason. So, what goes through your mind when – on that sort of situation? I don't want to miss the postseason. <laughs> no. No, but all jokes aside, what goes through my mind is analysis. What, what's going on? So we sat down and, and we, JB, Julia Bond, my assistant. Julia I, Bond, yes. Yeah, we looked at the statistics through the first four events. We're, what are we doing? And what it really boiled down to statistically was we're, we're either we're real black and white in our shot making. The shots are either real good or they suck. Hmm. There wasn't much in between. Hmm. And we have an old saying that Bill Straub used to love to use in our program. You're only as good as your worst shot. And that's what defines you. Now, everybody's good shot is good enough, mm-hmm. but what happens on your bad shot? Mm-hmm. If your bad shot goes in the gutter, you're not as good as somebody who's, whose worst shot still gets nine. Yeah. You know, so yeah. So we looked at the stats and said, so brought the girls into our meeting room and said, look, you're on pace to be the first team in program history to miss the postseason. Oh. Is, that, is that what you want? You leveled with them. Yeah. Is that what you want? You'll, you'll You know, it'll be historic. Is that what you want? And then, they, of course, they don't want that. So we, we went through the numbers with them, and they drew the same conclusion that JB and I did, that, you know, we're, it's either a strike or we're leaving multiple pin spares that are tougher to make. It was just a mess. So then we looked at it and said, so it's consistency. So we need some more consistency. So we, we got our practices to look more con- get them to be more consistent. We also decided our body language isn't good enough, both oh. at, at practice and on the road. It's just not – there's too much, you know, self-pity – yeah. Too much woe is me. Mm. So enough of that. At practice and in the competition, we're nothing but eyes are up. There's some sort of positive look on your face no matter what you did. Hmm. And you're supporting each other the whole time, and you'll have more fun. The third thing we did, I, I carved out two hours a week to bring in each girl one at a time for one, one hour session twice a week so I could connect with them both you know what they're thinking how they're feeling and also fine-tooth comb their game just keep going over their their physical game and get it stronger so those three things were put in motion and uh yeah and so we went from you know we were we were sitting there we were averaging because every turn we go to there's 13 match play matches we were averaging like eight and five and eight and five is going to put us like 13th in the rpi that ain't going to cut it so we went through – so we started next – the second semester in January putting all these things in motion. 
and we won two tournaments that that semester and we got to 85 and 37 and we were the four seed in the country so okay so all those changes worked all those changes worked now you no guarantees though no no you were, you were telling us, Paul, that regarding the, this Final Four, that the teams are in the Final Four, that you there's Husker connections all the way through this, right? Yes. So you got McKendry starting with them. They're the number one seed. Brian O'Keefe, he and his wife coached them. And Brian was a teammate of mine here at Nebraska when I was on the men's team back Brian in the early O'Keefe. 90s. Yeah. Okay. okay. And so there's a Husker connection. And then Arkansas State's head coach is Justin Kostick, another guy that used to be in our men's program when we coached the men's team here. Mm-hmm. And then myself. So the only one that is not a Husker is the Vanderbilt. Coach. No, no connections. Except his assistant coach, we uh, recruited her to be a Husker here, and she turned us down and went to Vandy. So she's dead to me. <laughs> she is Jeez. dead. Look, look at look at Josh's face. Just what? kidding, Josie. Just kidding. You square off against McKendry to start it yeah. off. They're really good. Defending know, champs. And I know nobody knows what that school is. What so is it? Sounds like well, I mean, it just sounds like who the heck's McKendry. But they just have such good coaching. I mean, it's kind of like it's kind of a lot of it's like the the March Madness. There's a lot of teams that you have to look up. Where the heck is this? You know, mm-hmm. but they're you know they got good players. They've recruited well and they got good coaching. You're just not that familiar with them in the sports world. That's McKendry. Where is McKendry? They're just east of St. Louis, over the border in Illinois. Okay, so it's an Illinois school. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. And you, this is where we should invoke the how you go about recruiting because i'm always Mm -hmm. struck by this you look for two main traits in your bowlers in your women's bowlers what are they well we we demand fundamentals fundamentally sound fundamentally sound and we keep the chokers out of our lineup ouch keep the chokers out this group think about how harsh that is it's harsh but it's reality man yeah well it sure i was sure thankful to have that mentality Saturday night when it was nip and tuck constantly trying to get out of there these this group has a trait that they they never quit and they don't choke and that's could carry the day this week could and you saw that by the way in March Madness you see it in March Madness with the way guys like UConn in the final how they step up to the foul line and make Free throws like they're even shooting the in their bigs. backyard. Even the bigs. Yeah. The big guys. You see, free it in a, you see it in March Madness, by the way, the best teams, the toughest teams don't – I mean, in, in those crunch times, they do not fold at all. Right. You see the players that don't – They. I know the players that you're talking about. You know, you know them. Yeah, you do. And you, you do know them. And, and when they're not what you want, they will let you down at the biggest points. That's why you got to keep them out of the lineup. So that's hardcore. Yeah, it's – it's what's necessary. But that's how you get to the Final Four, Jake. Instead of being always on the outside looking in mm. and wondering why can't we overcome. Well, one thing you do in recruiting is keep the chokers out. God bless you. <laughs> Would you describe your team as a young team, old team, kind of a combo? How, what, what's the squad like, Paul? Combo. So last year we, <clears throat> we were vying to be back-to-back national champs. We didn't get that done. And we lost a three-time All-American. And then we lost another gal that was not an All-American, but she might as well have been. She was really good. So we lost two players. We replaced them with a a redshirt freshman named Anna Callen, who's really helped us a lot. And then a superstar named Jillian Martin, who's the gal that I mentioned to you guys before, who already has a professional women's title on the tour. 
at 17 years Jeez. old. Jeez. Yeah. Wow. So she's taken over too, and she's she's uh, she's going to be a first team All American and has a has a more than a good chance to be Player of the Year. So she's a freshman. So we have a redshirt freshman and a freshman that took over for the two spots that were open this year, and then we brought back some veterans. We got a senior that leads off, a senior that's uh, anchored this past weekend. Okay. And um, we have another gal named Kayla Verstrady, who's also, this is her fourth year in the program. She redshirted one year, and she's a two-time All-American. So it is a mixture. It's a mixture of veterans along with a couple freshmen. And then we have a good bench, too. We have we have some girls on the bench that are I trust. So, yeah, we got a good group, good, good a lot of diversity there. And, uh, yeah, I feel good about them. What a season. Final four this Friday against McKendry, 9 a.m., so 11 a.m. this time, yeah, right? 9 a.m. Yeah, West Coast time. And you would say McKendry is the favorite. Yeah, I mean they're defending champs. So there, there's something I'll give you. You want to know about the difference between the four teams there? So we were the four seed, and Arkansas State was the three seed. We were .001 behind them. Oh. And it flipped the last week of the season. Okay. And so you're talking about one hundred thousandths right. difference. Vanderbilt got us by .005, and McKendry's got us by .032. So, you know, it's, you know, statistically, it's very, very close. And these are the top four seeds, and these are the four seeds that got out of their region, so that's the way it's supposed to be. McKendry's real good. You know, they, you know they won three tournaments this year, so did we. You know, we played them head-to-head. They start, Back in the fall when we weren't doing as well, they spanked us. We turned that around in the, and, and returned the favor a few times in the spring. So, you know, we beat them in the postseason to make the TV show two years ago. Uh, it was us against them. Winner goes to the show, and we beat them. So, yeah, I mean, they're real good. It's not, you know, it's not going to be – there's no there's no cakewalk here. No, not in the Final Four. You wouldn't expect no, no, there to be. No, that, that Do you have a defined rival, Paul? Ooh, that's a good question. Good question. Probably <clears throat> Vanderbilt. I was going to say, I thought we, we've, we've heard you yeah. discuss Vanderbilt in unpleasant ways. <laughs> well, they, <laughs> they're dead to me if there's somebody on the, <laughs> on the roster there. Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt carries themselves like uh, they carry themselves like they're the best, okay. regardless if they are. I'll say it nicely. <laughs> okay, wow. Yeah, we have and some thoughts th- here. That's not and necessarily a horrible thing. No, it's not. But the problem is, is they do that and then they – they also get extremely loud. Okay. Um, they, they, they don't no no locker room material here, coach. I'm going to help you. I, I, I know. I'm, I'm trying to not give right. them anything. But, right. But they get the, it's a tactic for them to almost try to be disruptive with their mm. celebrations. Ooh. You know. It's, Ooh. It's, okay. It's Ooh, that's obnoxious. Yeah. And everybody in the field knows it, and it's a little bit over the top, and it's to the point where we've had to get the head officials to enforce the rules for sportsmanship, of they need to be quiet when it's our turn. Yeah. So it's a little annoying. So they're kind of on everybody's hit list because of that. We're kind of tired of the childish tactic. Yeah. Wow. Know? How about that? Yeah. There's some, there's some feelings there. Oh, Paul. it's so it's yeah. 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 That would be annoying. It's a small world and everybody knows everything and yeah, everybody feels the same way. And yeah. you know, McKendry's, you know, they're our rival too. It's we're real friendly with each other because we know each other so well. I, I've known their coaches for years. Mm-hmm. But we want to kill each other every time we yeah. play. I mean, you know, we shake hands and wish each other the best, but then it's I on. want nothing more than to beat my friends. Good for you. We're joined by Paul Klemp, a Husker women's bowling coach in studio. Again, Final Four is on Friday in Las Vegas. 
People are asking, how can they watch these matches? Good N- question. NCAA.com, all week, you'll be able to find it. They stream every single match. Okay. And then it, uh, the TV show is on ESPNU okay. at uh, 6 p.m. Central Time on Saturday night. So ESPN, finals. would you say ESPN does a good job of, of coverage? Yeah, they do. Yeah, they're, you know, they've done the professional tour long enough that they, they have the scoreboard on the masking unit up above the pins. Yeah. And the guys that are running it, I've done it for years for the professional tour. So, yeah, it's really good. It's professional. Oh, this well is done. amazing. This yeah. is amazing. Final four. Friday against McKendry and hopefully the Saturday title game against who would, who would a Vanderbilt it could be Vanderbilt, and, Arkansas State, okay. McKendry, or us. So All right. What everybody would like to see. We what? we played Vandy in 2013 and beat them for a title. 2013, yeah. going back. But what everybody would really like to see in the bowling world would be McKendry-Nebraska matchup because we're the they consider us the two powerhouses. So, okay. You know, nothing against Vandy or Arc or any of the rest of them, but that's what everybody would love to see. So McKendry, do they have a bunch of St. Louis kids? No, they recruit. They recruit internationally. They have some people from overseas. They have people from all around the country. You know, small school, but they get around. You know, they've got just like us. They recruit everywhere. How you feeling right now? You nervous? <sighs> no, I feel good. I mean, I mean, if you look at it, you know, I was just trying to get this team over the hump and see where it went, and to get them all the way to the Final Four. I don't know. It's less pressure than if you if we were sitting here saying, you know, Paul, you're supposed to win. You know, mm. and I'm not feeling that way. I'm like, you know. I think we, I think we can, and I think we will. But you don't you have know, the favorite tag kinda, on. It's kind of like gravy, you know. If, if you made the final four, yeah, you made gravy. the final four, and that doesn't mean it's. We're never. Nebraska is not a. Oh, I'm just glad to be here. I'm yeah, yeah, I, yeah. We don't operate that way. No, but, I know you don't. But I know you don't. But I mean, you know, I, I don't think thinking of it any other way is not going to help me. You know, if I'm sitting there thinking, we're, are we supposed to win? We should win. You know, we need to win this. We haven't won for two years. I can't think like no, that. No, no. So. Good point. Look, I'm, I'm relaxed, and the girls, we're going to have fun. We're going to see where it goes. Well, Paul, we wish you luck uh, Friday again against McKendry in the Final Four. We, we, we'll be tr- tracking it. We'll be watching it, and we'll make sure we uh, give you a, a celebration if you if you win. Sounds great. Yeah, you, have to get, you have to be – yeah, If, if you win, you're back in studio Monday. You know, right. you know that. That's right. That's fine. Yeah, yeah that's, that's fine. That's what's going to happen. So, But it's time for the game show. Ready to help out, Paul? Sure. Yeah. All right. Paul's lifeline for one question, 464-5685. Call the date, sip down in trivia. Today, it is not bowling trivia. I'm sorry, Paul. I didn't, okay. I, didn't, I didn't cater to you here. But there was a golf tournament yesterday that finished up. John Rahm wins the Masters by four shots. I want to do Masters winners by country. I will tell you – the uh, the country and the years this person won. You tell me who the person is, the golfer. You got that? <laughs> yes. You name the golfer. I give you the country and the years that they won. Shouldn't oh, be God. overly hard. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll see how this goes. <laughs> we'll see. Yes. We. If will you think see. you know anything about golf, this is a good time to call four zero two four six four five six eight five. Shut up. Simple starts right now. We've all been there. You're listening to the radio, and then that rage starts to grow inside of you. It starts to consume you. It gets to a point where you just want to yell, Shut up, Sipple! No, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, here's your chance. It's time to shut up, Sipple. Call now to play. 464-5685. Shut up, Sipple. Brought to you by Bagels and Joe. All right, 464-5685. Call the down Sip in trivia. How do you feel, Sip, about uh, Masters winners by the country? I mean, I'm not going to lie. I don't feel great, Jake. I, you, you know enough golfers. You were going through the, the names, and you got almost all those first names of the current golfers. Yeah, there. yeah. I'm not completely inept. 
but I didn't. I haven't paid attention to the Masters over the years all that close. Paul, what about you? I yesterday <laughs> they flashed a graphic of all the international winners going back a ways, and I wish I put more of them to memory, but I did watch that pretty close. Okay, all right. all right, okay, that's good. Right. Now, we're yeah. good now we're in business. That's good. Now we're in business. Paul is a lifeline for SIP for one question. Uh, Scott, how do you feel about Masters winners by country? Yeah, I'm uh, fairly yeah. Kind of uh, uncertain, but uh, willing to give it a go. Okay, Good. he's really Good, he's Scott. It a shot. Thank you. Go. All right, Scott. All right, let's do this. All right, Scott, first question goes to you. What Spanish golfer won the Masters in 1994 and 1999? Ooh, um, oh, I can picture the guy. He hugged, he, he hugged John Rahm yesterday. Hmm, what's um, his name? Does that count as an answer? No. I I like the idea, but I need a name. Describe character. him. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I failed on that one. Get, you you got pa- a name? You're going to pass? Yeah, I'm going to pass. Right. Sip? Sip, you should maybe now, know now, this Now, one. Paul, he, he meant, Jake mentioned these two guys. I know one name. I know. Like they, they, 94 and 99. Paul? Well, they talked about how his idol was Seve Ballesteros. Um, I think it's another person. But it's are not pa- him. Are you passing? I, I'm tempted to take but it. But that wasn't who hugged him. Oh, lost the ball. Well, it's too late. No, you uh, can't Scott do that. Pass. I was going to say, Scott, you already passed. <laughs> Jose Maria Ozabal. Olathab. Scott, you can't be shouting out answers when you're passing. Yeah, it turns Scott, over. Scott, thank you. Just I saves. If it makes Scott feel any better, that's who I was going to say. It's a rough shot group. I I feel like I can just spit it out. Okay. Um, No, no, wait. I'm sorry. No, you're fine, Scott. I I had that anyway. We appreciate it, Scott. That was nice. It's a point for Sip. Okay, Sip. Scott, do not do that. For the 2-0 lead, Sip, here's your first question. I got a lifeline here. You do. What what German golfer won the Masters in 1985 and 1993? German golfer. Golfer. What was the second year? 93, 93 and 85. By the way, I've got that one. Well, it's I, I now, Paul. I'm a Paul. You yeah. go ahead. Yeah, go you ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Bernhard Longer. Look at Paul, the golf guru, the bowling coach has got the golf figured Let's out. Go. Right, two zero. Two lead. Yeah. Paul's out of play, but he used him wisely. Yeah. Okay, Scott, stay live. Your last question: What Australian golfer won the Masters in 2013? Whoa. 2013, Australian golfer Scott. Adam Scott. Yes, Ooh. Adam Scott is correct. Oh, I would not have gotten What would you one. guess? I, I was going to say Norman. He right. never won the Masters. Never won the Masters. That's, that's part of the story. Never won the Masters. Okay. All right, for the win, but if you miss this, Scott can steal this and go to the tiebreaker. Paul's out. This is on you now. I got it. What Canadian golfer won the Masters in 2003? <laughs> this is ridiculous. 2003, a Canadian. The only Canadian ever to win it, I believe. Um, oh, I don't even I don't I, Big name? I'm not going to tell you anything. He did play in the Masters this, is this week. He did play because all Masters winners can play again. He did play. I don't even... I. I don't even know if I have a guess. Well, you can't. Paul already helped a you Canadian? out. A Canadian? Canadian. you got five seconds. Five. Four. Three, two, Hale Irwin. 
He's not Canadian. And he did not play in 03 either. Uh, do you want that one, Scott? You got to uh, have this go the tiebreaker. Mike Weir. Mike Weir. Mike Weir is correct. And it was a 2-0 lead. Now it's going the tiebreaker. And this will go to you. Uh, I, I'm, yeah. And, Scott, you'll go over, under, sip, and Paul's answer here. I don't think Paul would have recruited me, no, unfortunately. No, he choked that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would have right, cut. So here, here's your question. Tiger Woods has played in 25 Masters tournaments. How many times has he finished in the top 10? 25 Masters. Yep. How many top 10 finishes? That's correct. Oh. Top 10 finishes. I'm going to say 15. Over under 15, Scott. Ooh, boy. I'm, I'm going to go um, under. Nope, so, that's, uh, that's oh, wrong. God. Wrong one. Wrong one. I'm sorry. I pushed the wrong button. It is under, but it was a great guess because the answer is 14. Oh. You said 15. Ouch. Scott thought about it, and under is correct at 14, but Sip, good guess there. Ouch. We'll get you bagels. Scott, thanks for calling in and calling down the road. Hey, love you guys. All right, Scott, Thank we love Scott. you too. That was a surprise loss up 2-0. You know, that's yeah. a comeback there. Hard to win anything. With I'm not going to call the tiebreaker guess a choke, though. No. That was no a good choke. guess. That, that was, was almost guess. a clutch guess yeah. there. He almost had the dot. Took the L. Five wins, 14 top tens for Tiger. People have identified that my – the game show we've struggled in since Bill joined the show. <laughs> well, you know, you can't win them all, right? So. Yeah. At any rate, good job. Good job by Scott. So what's he get? He gets a business box of bagels, 12 bagels, two tubs of cream cheese. So I'm drinking friends. bagels and Joe coffee right now. You it's are. It's fabulous. Paul, it's been a pleasure having you. Thanks for having me, guys. Again, good Paul, luck. Yeah. Good luck to you, the final four this Friday and hopefully Saturday when you I play can tell you're locked in. I can tell you're locked in. Yeah, you got that look. Go big he's, red. He's yeah, got the final go four. Look. He is Paul Klemper, Nebraska women's bowling coach. Final four bound this Friday in Vegas against McKendry. Yep. Good luck, coach. Thank you. Bring guys. home a title. Thank uh, you. The spillover is next on early break in the ticket.